Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. So my story takes place in Switzerland. So as many of you know, over the summer, I was fortunate enough Well, my husband and I were fortunate enough to take our children over to Europe, and one of the places we were able to visit was Switzerland. Now, Switzerland is a huge part of my husband's life because his mother's from Switzerland, and he grew up there for part of his life, and then uh, of his childhood, and then came over here. Well, I was fortunate enough to be able to meet some of his family members um, when we went over there, and many of them, well, I'd say some of them actually worked directly for the government, either leading the government or working somehow intertwined with the government. So I had spoken to a couple of his family members, and I had asked them about the government and how it runs and such. And as I was talking with them, I got this feeling of pride in their country. Um, It wasn't like in your face, like I'm better than you, or like down with immigrants and up with just Swiss. But it was more of like a, a love and pride for where they came from. And I thought to myself, wow, like, I spoke to one individual, his cousin, at one point, and then I spoke with his uncle at the other point, and there was this common thread between them. And they weren't close family members, but there was this common thread that I couldn't quite put my finger on. And then I came across this story called William Tell. I don't know if any of you guys have known this story, but once I came across the story, I was like, this is it. Now I understand where they get their love and their passion from for their story. So, the story of William Tell. William Tell was a man who was a farmer, and on the side, he was a hunter, and he liked to hunt with an arch bow. Now, he was a family man, in addition to being a farmer, and he loved to take his little seven-year-old son with him everywhere he went. Now, his seven-year-old son, if any of you have children, looked up to his father in great deed. Whatever his dad did, the little boy wanted to do. If the dad was going hunting and taking big steps, the little boy wanted to look just like his dad and hunt and take big steps. If his dad was planting, the little boy wanted to plant. So on this one day, he had to go into town to get something. Now, let me give you a little bit of backstory of the town. There was a bailiff there that was part of a kingdom called Habsburg that was based in Austria. Today is known as Austria. And he was a little bit egotistic. And he liked to flaunt his power, and he liked to make sure that the residents of the town knew that he was in charge. At least, according to the king, he was in charge. And so one of the things he would do from time to time is he would put up this hat in the middle of the town that was on top of a pole. And any time the people walked by the hat, they had to bow their head or kneel or curtsy, somehow acknowledge the hat to show loyalty to this kingdom. Well, William Tell wasn't having it. So he was walking through town, minding his business. He actually didn't even notice the hat because he had other things to do that were way more important. And the bailiff saw that he did not acknowledge the hat. And he said, oh, no, no, we can't have this. One guy steps out of line, they'll all step out of line. So he, just, he tells his uh, men, arrest him, and we're going to make a, what's the word? Example out of him, thank you, and we'll arrest his seven-year-old son, too. So they do exactly that. And they're waiting in the holding cell to see what's going to happen next. Well, in small towns, people like to gossip. 
And they like to spread what's going on around town very, very quickly, kind of like wildfire. One of them's like, can you believe it? The best hunter in town just got arrested. Is the bailiff insane? Why would he do that? And the bailiff caught wind of this, and he goes, the best hunter? Oh, my, I've got the best idea yet. So he goes up to William, and he says, William, I will set you free, but only under one condition. You will take your son and stand in the middle of the court with him with an apple on his head. And you're going to shoot the apple off his head. However, if you harm your child in any way or miss, then both of you will go to jail. William's like, deal, no problem. When are we doing it? And he goes, well, how about right now? Okay, he says. So he tells his son, follow my lead. Now, again, his son looked up to his dad and was very confident in him. And whatever his dad said, he would do it. So sure enough, he stands in the spot where the bailiff tells him to put his son. And then the bailiff puts the apple on the kid's head, and he's standing tall. And his dad says, remember, follow my lead. And so then the bailiff says, take 20 paces away from him, or 120 paces away from him. And sure enough, that's what he did. And he got his bow and arrow ready, and he puts two on it. And he shoots, and poosh, it goes right through the apple, down the middle, cut it, sliced apple. All he needed was peanut butter, and he'd have a nice snack to go. Well, (laughs) the bailiff went over and shook his hand and said, I'm a man of my word, so you are free to go. However, before you go, I do have one question for you. And William's like, yes. And he goes, I noticed you put two arrows on the bow arrow. What's the deal with that? And William goes, well, if I missed, you were next. (laughs) bailiff grew furious your son is free William but you my friend are going to jail off you go so he made sure he was on the fast track to going to jail and the way that that would work is they would put him in a boat and the boat would take him across this big lake and he would be in a jail based basically on an island and so William's all tied up with his hands behind his back gets on the boat follows as needed And lo and behold, Mother Nature joined his side and made the weather all of a sudden become stormy and the waves were getting out of control. And the men on the boat, they were getting seasick, even though it wasn't the sea, it was a lake, but they were getting seasick and barfing and stuff. And they were just begging and praying that the the water would calm. And William's kind of telling them, you know, if you let me, if you undo my hands, I can control the boat, get you back to safety. Come on, come on. And sure enough, one of them is like, fine, just do it, William, just do it. So they undo his hands, and he likes to be a man of his word, but in this case, he's thinking more about his own family. So he jumps off the boat, and he swims back to shore, and the men are left to their own devices. Well, he gets right back into town, and he takes care of the bailiff. Gets rid of him. (laughs) Then he runs through the forest and up through the mountaintops. Now, again, he lives in a small town, so word travels pretty fast. And these three other men meet with him that are actually from other towns throughout the mountains of the Alps. And they had told him stories about the bailiff and how he had screwed them over from time to time. So the four of them decided, this is it, you guys. We are done. We're tired of people invading our land. We're tired of people telling us what to do and how to live our lives. We are going to fight for our independence. So they came up with a... um, a pledge, so to speak, for them to say, and I'm not going to say it because I can't do it justice, and they all shook hands, and they all agreed that each one of them would go to the tallest 
parts of the mountains on e- in the Alps, and they would set off four bonfires. And once all four were gone, then the War of Independence will begin. And that, my friend, is how Switzerland started its independence. And that, to me, was a good understanding of why many of the Swiss men and children and women carry with them the pride and love that they have for their country. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.